All right, good evening, Grace Point. Everyone out there, Father, bless the teaching tonight. Let the spirit of wisdom and revelation roll, Lord. Anoint my heart and my lips to preach the word only, Lord. And open our hearts and minds to the word of God through revelation in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so last week, I really kind of went a little further than I meant to, but I was talking about authority. How can we be unified how can we be perfectly joined together? It has to be in the mind of Christ, but also it is by staying under authority in our life, not wandering from our place. So uh, I think we hit that pretty good. Let's move on from there. Now we'll go back to this idea of unity and division. We'll, we'll touch on that again. Those other scriptures I'll bring to bear on that. But uh, because Paul deals with this uh, more than once. But let's, let's go on from there. So now Paul, rather than demand, Paul says, I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus, okay, that you speak the same things, we talked about that, that there be no divisions among you, that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and same judgment. For it has been declared to me concerning you, my brethren, by those in Chloe's household, that there are contentions among you. Now I say this, that each of you says, I'm of Paul, I'm of Apollos, I'm of Cephas, or I'm of Christ. Is Christ divided? Now, now I want to ask you, is Christ divided? No, obviously Paul is saying, no, Christ is not divided. And he is going to hammer this home. We are the body of Christ. The body of Christ cannot be divided in a spiritual sense. But out here in the flesh, out here in the world, obviously it can be. Was Paul crucified for you or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius. Lest anyone should say I baptized in my own name. Yes, I baptized the household of Stephanus. Besides that, I don't know if I baptized any other. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel not with the wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of no effect. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to those who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and I will bring to nothing the understanding uh, of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For since in the wisdom of this world, through wisdom, the world did not know God, it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. The Jews want a sign, the Greeks want wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified to the Jews a stumbling block, to the Greeks foolishness, but to those that are being saved, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh uh, were chosen, not many mighty, not many noble, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the things that are. He's chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame those which are mighty, and the base things of the world and the things which are despised, God has chosen. The things that are not, to bring to nothing things that are. That no flesh 
should glory in His presence. But of Him you are in Christ Jesus, who became unto us wisdom from God, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, that as it is written, let him who glory, glory in the Lord. Just read the whole first chapter out. So Paul jumps from correction about division, and he's kind of writing, uh, hey, the wisdom that we have, the gospel that we preach is not according to man's wisdom. It's not about men. It's not about Paul. It's not about Cephas. It's not about, you know, uh, Apollos or whoever. You weren't baptized in his name. It's about Jesus and the unity that we're going to have is going to be based around the message of the gospel, the message of Jesus Christ. And the message of the gospel is foolishness to this world. It's not your wisdom. This, this is what divides people. Man's wisdom, man's rationale, man's carnality. Okay, this is what divides people. Paul talks about in chapter 12, like the uh, beautiful parts don't need any attention. It's the weak parts. It's the, really talks about the ugly parts, the parts that aren't beautiful. They need the attention. The world, if someone from Hollywood stands up and they're a beautiful person and they speak out, a lot of times the world will listen to them because they're rich, famous, they've got money, and what they're saying may be absolute foolishness, but because they have some reputation, some beauty, some glamour, people will uh, follow after that. Or someone has wisdom, they're super smart. And they come in and they teach, and they might teach you a different message than the message of the gospel. Paul is saying, hey, it's not man's wisdom. It's not man's might. It's not man's glory. He said that God's uh, foolishness is wiser than men. God's weakness is stronger than men. You see, he's already jumping out the gate, and he's really hitting why they're divided. They're glorying in men rather than glorying in the gospel. The cross is a place of weakness and failure, not a place of might and strength and overpowering. The cross is a place of foolishness, okay? You know, the cross is not a place um, of beauty. Jesus was marred and disfigured more than any man. And Paul was trying to pull them back to godly wisdom, not worldly wisdom. That's why they're divided. They're listening to this person, they're listening to that person, and they're missing the message, the message of the cross, which has become a stumbling block. And he tells them, it's because of him that you are in Christ, that being in Christ or baptized into Christ, Christ has become our wisdom. Christ has become our righteousness. Christ has become our holiness or our sanctification. Christ has become our redemption. We've been bought back by God. Our redemption is solely and completely in Christ, so no one can boast. We can't boast in men, can't boast in our beauty, can't boast in our wisdom. If we're going to boast... 
We're going to boast in the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul said in Galatians 6, 14, God forbid that I should glory save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world was crucified to me and I unto the world. See, at the cross, all of our worldly wisdom, all, everything in our flesh that rec we might think recommends us, it was crucified right there. I was crucified to the world, and also the world was crucified to me. I'm, Paul said in one place, the world has lost interest in me, and I've lost interest <laughs> in the world. I'm dead to the world, and the world is dead to me. See, he's pulling them away from this, this sectarianism, this schism, this dividedness, and he's pulling them back into the humility of the cross. That's where we have unity. In Galatians, Paul says, there is no male or female, Jew or Greek, wise or foolish, you know, barbarian, Scythian. He said, There's, we are all one. Do you see where our unity comes from? We are all one in Christ. And even all the, the sectarian barriers that are out there because of uh, division, like we have a Methodist church in town, we have a church of Christ in town, and, you know, we got other churches around the area, we got tons of churches everywhere. And there's all these barriers and these divisions that seem, seemingly come up. Every time someone has a little different belief about something, they split and they go start another church. That's literally what happened throughout history. But Paul is having none of that. Paul says, no, you guys are all one. I'm one with every true Christian at the Methodist church. I'm one with them. We may see things different. I'm one with every Christian at the church of Christ. People that have <clears throat> come and gone out of this body, they came and they left. If they're in Christ before they came and they're in Christ when they came, they'll be in Christ when they leave. There's no division in this body. We're all one in Christ. And uh, Paul is bringing this truth home at the very outset in this. This is the gospel, that on that cross, Jesus died and he united all of humanity into himself. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. And that's exactly what he did on the cross. He drew humanity into himself, crucified humanity with himself, was buried, we were buried with him, our old humanity, dead to sin, dead to ourself, and we were raised up in newness of life, one new man. Not a thousand churches, not a hundred churches, one united church in Christ. And when we take that mind, we can walk in unity together. When we start... Um, just putting too much emphasis on worldly wisdom, worldly beauty, worldly thinking. You hear people all the time with worldly thinking. Then we start dividing. I belong to Brad. I belong to this. I belong to that. Now, we all belong to Christ, and we're messengers of Christ pointing you to Jesus. We'll pick up there next week.